0: Are you ready to open your private practice this summer and make the leap into entrepreneurship? Introducing Make the Leap, our new offering by the Successful Nurse Coaches. Make the Leap is a four-month group coaching program that is designed to help you create your first paid client. Join our experienced lead coaches, Sean and Amy, as they guide you through the Successful Nurse Coach method, helping you create your first paid client in 30 days or less. Not only will you get access to our course that teaches you all the things on how to create clients in a non-icky way, will also be personalized mentorship, weekly group calls, and actionable steps to launch your business from just beginning into the Paid Coach Club. Since we are not running new mentorship groups this summer, we didn't want to leave those of you who are ready to begin hanging out in space waiting for the next group to start. This group is a great way for new coaches who have yet to begin their coaching practice or for coaches who have five paid clients or less. This is the most affordable way to work with our team, so be sure to check out the link in the bio. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook.
1: Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach
0: Podcast. On this podcast... Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach.
1: Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. Today is just me, Laura. It I'm recording this on January 1st. 2024. I think this is going to go out next week for you guys, and let me tell you that I am already starting to feel the hope of the new year. I underestimated the stress of the holidays as much as I wanted to slow down and to chill and to eat with my family, which we all got COVID, and and that's not what happened. Um, There is a part of me that is was so excited to be back at the gym. I started 75 hard today, which always makes me feel uh, incredible. And uh, for those of you that don't know what 75 hard is, I talk about it a lot. It is a mental toughness challenge that was created by Andy Frisella. And there's free Facebook groups that are incredible. There's a podcast that's incredible. And essentially for 75 days, you have to do two workouts a day, 45 minutes long each, one inside and the other one has to be outside. Um, You can also do both outside. You have to drink a gallon of water a day, follow a diet, of uh, your choosing and have no alcohol. For me, my diet's going to be, it's pretty funny. Meat, vegetables, fruit, nuts. I'm allowing myself gluten-free tortillas and some sweet potatoes. And that is it for 75 days. And you have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction self-development book, along with take a daily progress picture and uh, this is my fourth round of 75 Hard. It's it's awesome. I talk about it in our course. It is so great for those of you that keep breaking promises to yourself. And it's just a great way to create more time, space, and honestly, self-esteem. And it's free. And the community is awesome. And we've had so many nurse coaches do it. Um, if you want to join me there, you can join me there. But anyway, uh, before I jump into today's podcast, today's going to be 2024 strategy and like creating a plan and strategy is something that we offer our clients and strategy is something that shifts and changes all of the time. And it's something that people hire us for. We have had a strategist. We have a business mentor. A lot of what we pay him for is his perspective and point of view and his, um, Wisdom and helping us achieve our objectives. So, today we're just going to talk about for the nurse coach in their first one year, two year, three years of their practice what does strategy mean? What does it look like? And how can you create your own to set you up for success? I've also done a workshop on um, being versus doing why strategy isn't enough. So, I want to really impress upon you before we jump in that strategy is not enough. If strategy was all that it took to create anything that we wanted, we would all have everything that we wanted. And I'll give you a really great example of this. If you want to be really lean, then you can look up a plan online that gives you exercise and diet that will make you lean. And then you just have to follow the strategy, right? Yeah. But it's, we all know it's more complicated than that. That's why people hire coaches because we're human beings having a human experience, so strategy is is the how, um, and then our being or our our consciousness, our who we are that's that's the who, and you need both. But today we're going to really focus on strategy, and I love strategy. I'm a very very uh, linear thinker in some parts of my brain, and strategy just scratches that itch. And so we're going to dive into what strategy is the different components of it, and hopefully by the end of this podcast, if you're able to sit down with a piece of paper and a pen, you can probably create your own strategy. Okay, and before I jump into all of it, our new grad workshop 2024 is January 19th at 11 a.m. We're going to be doing something different. We're going to mix it up. If you're uh, a newbie, if you're insert, if you've just graduated, if you are uh, have graduated but haven't started or you just want some community, it's free. Come register. If you can't come live, we'll send you out the recording. All right, guys, I'm going to break down what strategy is. So strategy, let me pull up the definition here for you guys, just because I like to do that. So strategy is a high-level plan or approach designed to achieve a specific set of goals or objectives over a defined period of time. Smart goals. This is the very straightforward, surface-level, black and white. I want to get from A to Z. How do I get there? Here's the step-by-step instructions, and in voila, we've got strategy. And it's but it's sy- systematic and deliberate. And I often joke with my husband because he has no problem with discipline. The man can wake up one day and say, I'm gonna do you know, a four-day fast and he'll just not eat and drink water. He's just mastered the part of his brain where if he says he's gonna do something and he decides to commit, it's just a non-negotiable. It's really admirable. Where I poke fun at him is the strategy because often I'm like, okay, that's cool, but why, why are you doing it? And a lot of times he doesn't have a really well-defined reason why he's doing something. So strategy is the why behind whatever it is that we're doing. And nurse coaches in their first year often don't have a strategy and they're unaware that they're even, um, they're unaware that they need one. And when they create one, they often pivot because of feelings before the strategy can work. So um, we give awesome strategy, different strategies for everybody. And some people can implement them and some people cannot. And the people that cannot, it's usually because this strategy that we create, A, it's not correct and we need to change the strategy. B, the strategy required actions that made them feel really uncomfortable and they didn't want to experience the feelings that the strategy elicited specifically around um, connecting and reaching out and offering coaching. And the last one is that you create a strategy, you give it two days of try or a week-long try, you get some no's and then your brain says it's the strategy's fault and we don't give a strategy enough time. So we're going to kind of break it down to what we do with our clients in the mentorship, what I have done with all of my uh, business coaching one-on-ones that I've ever had, non-nurse coaches. This is like attorneys and chiropractors and acupuncturists when we're trying to create a strategy for what they want to create in their business. First part is, analyze your current situation. And what I love about our community is that we're holistic. And so we know how to do a holistic assessment of ourselves. So how is your health currently? Rate it zero to 10. How are your relationships? Zero to 10. How are your finances? Zero to 10. Kind of do the, the life coaching wheel of life. And just check and see where are we starting from this month. And by the way, for this particular podcast, we're just going to use a 30-day strategy as the the framework. You can do a 60-day, a, a 90-day, a year, a 10-year, right? Strategy can go over big periods of time. But I want to chunk it down to 30 days. I think that 30 days can be really helpful in the life of a new entrepreneur. I think going much bigger than that can get overwhelming. Um, We can have intentions for the year, we can have intentions for five years, but as far as strategy, the more practical black and white step-by-step, we're going to use 30 days. So when you're, you know, today's January 1st. If I were to sit down and create a strategy for my business today, I want to assess, I want to assess myself because, uh, and I'm going to give you a great story around this, we need to know where we're starting. How much time do we have? How much fun have we been having? How is is our relationship going with our significant other? How is our health? You know, like just getting a feel for where we're starting and like taking that into consideration because perhaps part of our strategy will not be business related. I mean, likely there's going to be parts of our strategy that are taking other things into consideration. If your health is a 3 out of 10, we might have the strategy of doing a few tiny things in your business, but the rest of your business strategy is, is lifting up your health. In our mentorship and in our programs, almost every single one of my clients has been instructed to take time off from building their business throughout the year because something gets out of balance and it's just not the next right move. So that's a strategy as well. Like knowing when to hold them, knowing when to fold them. Right, like knowing when it's you have the capacity to move forward, and knowing when you don't is all part of strategy. Recently, uh, our mentor supports us in this app Telegram, and we have access to him. You know, seven days a week, he'll answer anything, give us advice. Uh, he's kind of there for us on demand, and then we meet with him uh, once a quarter for a live call, which can be really helpful to flush out bigger things. But I'm in this group with this other community. And everybody in there has a seven-figure business. So these are entrepreneurs in their you know, fifth through their 20th year of business. They're not newbies. And when we were talking about strategy for 2024, across the board, and I'm talking like 30 different responses, most of it had to do with their spirituality, their health, their relationships, their lifestyle, their values. So it was like they innately knew that if I focus a hundred percent on these other areas of my life, my business is going to rise and change. And it's like that realization that we're holistic, that we're not this compartmentalized thing. I was really blown away by that. And it was such an elevated conversation. And I really appreciated that. And you know, nurse coaches, we, we come, we get their... Earlier, I don't think we have to wait five years to get burnt out twice. Um, we're not selling tires here, right? We're selling transformation, so we're familiar with holistic assessment, and this is one of our unfair advantages as a new entrepreneur. As we can kind of see and be aware of. So you you want to analyze your current situation. Once you've analyzed it, we can start to create a, a strategy. But let me give you some different dynamics here. If you are Um, And this is what happens in in coaching calls. If I ask my whole group, what is the heaviest thing you're carrying today? Often it's not about their business. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. And if the heaviest thing you're carrying is not around your business, tend to it first. Give it dibs. Give it your love and attention. Not all of it, but give it some. Don't push it down. Don't push it away. Be aware if you've been fighting with your spouse you know take 2 days off of work and do some self care and plan a getaway for you guys or or a date night like whatever it is give it some love and attention if it's if it's the heaviest thing that you're carrying let's say that you're doing great health is good you're kind of and you got beginning of the year energy you're super excited and you're really looking at strategy for your business let's talk about that next step is you need to set clear objectives and where I see nurse coaches make the, the biggest mistake that backfires on them is they it always has to do with creating paying clients. And I get it. I did the same thing. But we don't have control over clients paying us or when they pay us or if they pay us. We can do all the work in the world, but essentially it is a free world. And some people will say yes and some people will say no. And like I've said in previous podcasts, 66% of the time, you're probably going to get a no. So we got to get used to, uh, perceived rejection. So we want to set a clear objective and really good objectives for year one. The number one is a hundred coaching hours. So you want to be coaching. It does not matter if they are your ideal client. It does not matter if, um, it, it depends on where you are, but they does not have to be your ideal client. And The nurse coaches that I've mentored that just did the coach your butt off right out of the gate, they got to the niche and got clear on who they help and how they help them the fastest, right? So that's how you get through to that place where you're not offering coaching to everybody. But your objectives are coach always. I mean, the first six months to to nine months in your business, number one objective is how many hours can I coach? Almost always. That goes above anything else, even if your business isn't set up. how many people can I coach? How many hours can I coach? Now our brains does not like this. We want to get our, our our practice software going. We want our website up. We want everything done before we start. but if we aren't coaching, we don't have a coaching practice. So coaching calls are the lifeblood. They are the ATP in your practice. We really, really, always want to prioritize that and fuel that. It's also the, we can only practice the skills that we teach if we're constantly coaching. If you're only doing a proposal once every three months, it's going to take you years. And it might, you might never become proficient because it's too far apart. We want to get reps in. We want you to do proposals and get no's. We want you to just get reps and reps in. So your your objective is most likely going to be hours of coaching. Other objectives could be Um, on your business basics checklist, getting things checked off, making sure everything's in order, getting things organized. Those are all really helpful too, but we really want to prioritize making sure that you have coaching calls on the books. Other things are deciding if you're going to do marketing more online or in person, picking one. Okay. Okay. Picking one, you'll do a combination of both. Most, almost everybody does, but picking for a 30 days, pick one, which one are you going to focus on? And there's strategies for both, right? So are you going to be connecting online or in person? Are you going to go more local or are you going to go like social media and kind of everybody that's in your social circle? And objectives with time. What time do you have set aside non-negotiable to work on your business? And where is the best place to do that? Is the best place to do that at home? Is the best place to do that at a coffee shop? So creating a schedule for how much time you're going to be working on your objectives is a great objective when you're creating strategy. And so a great intention could be, I'm going to invite a hundred people into a coaching conversation. That's like a great objective, like really, really, really good. Um, Not, I'm going to get three paying clients. You see the distinction there. Okay. Once you've set your clear objectives, have it written down somewhere. You've got 30 days to pull this off. And I want you to look at your time and your capacity. Do you have any kids' birthday parties? Are you traveling? Is your partner going to be gone? Do you have a dog that you need to take to the vet? Like, Just get an idea for for what the month looks like. Is this month going to be a slow walk or is this month going to be a sprint? Just from first glance, you weed all things. Will hit the shit hits the fan and it changes. But just to get an idea, what pace are we prepared to commit to this next thirty days? We can do anything for thirty days, and when we chunk it down like that, it's so it's so cool. Um, other objectives can be with for visibility. You're going to do, let's say, you're going to do twenty posts. You're committing to twenty posts just to to, to learn how to do it. That's an awesome objective. Um, you're going to read, uh, 10 pages a day of uh, a coaching book. That's going to help you with more of your skills. And we, we give a lot of our clients books that could be part of your objective. Um, we don't want to prioritize those things over the connecting and inviting. I know this is, this is pretty, uh, it's like beating a dead horse, but that's why we say it so much. Cause it's just so important. It's so simple and so important. Um, but you could have some other objectives And then develop a 30-day plan. Now, part of this plan is going to be the steps of the plan, the tactics, like how you're going to, to do them. Are there any skills that you need that you currently don't have to do any of the steps? And so, skill set when you're a newbie is, is there's a huge learning curve. So, one of your je- objectives might be setting up your practice software platform, whether it be practice better or cohere, getting that set up, scheduling your onboarding calls. That's something that you could commit to. Uh, saying, I'm going to watch all the videos and do all the things so I know how to use the software in the next 30 days. That's a great objective. And that would fall under the skills category. And then, is there any resources that you need that you don't have? And ask your coach, right? Like, don't, or ask our community, even if you're not our client, ask our free community. If you're going to be doing a workshop locally and you're thinking, where, ask the community. Say, for those of you who've done in person workshops locally, where, where did you have them? And you'll get like 20 people will tell you all the places that they've done. So we have so many resources in this community that if there's anything that you need, just ask. Don't try to figure it out on your own. If, if you don't have to. And then ChatGPT is awesome too. If you are using ChatGPT, ChatGPT will give you a bunch of options. So you get really resourced. And then as we've developed this 30-day plan, we gotta figure out how we're gonna allocate resources. So I'm gonna give you some examples here. Resources are things like time, money, and, and, and maybe delegating. And a lot of times, I'm going to speak about our female nurse coaches just because it's the primary part of our community. A lot of times my female nurse coach clients, they feel a, an underlying guilt for starting this business. And maybe they've cut down on their hours or they're still working and there's just this element of they don't want to inconvenience their partner. That's a really bad approach because you're going to, be, you're going to need time, energy, and, and money to make this work. That's just the way that it goes. So having conversations about asking your mom to come watch the kids, um, hiring a, a housekeeper to come every other week just to get the, the grime, or maybe even just once a month, allocating a little bit of financial resources to take that off of your plate, asking your partner for the time that you need to work on your business. So we want to allocate our resources. And when it comes to money, your, your major expense in your business is going to be your business coach or your mentor. And that's the 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 biggest startup cost of this entire business. The second would be uh, maybe hiring someone to do your website. If your objective is to get your website up, deciding do you have more t- time or money? Can you pick up one shift at the hospital and get someone just to take care of it for you? Or do you have extra money sitting around that you just feel like that would be worth it? So deciding what's more important, time or money, and what you have the most of. Okay, so we've gone through, analyze your current situation holistically, set clear objectives. Where are we going? What's the target? Why are we even doing this? Develop a 30-day plan that has steps, tactics, the skills that you need and the resources that you need. Allocate the resources that you do have appropriately so that you're set up for success. And then we get to implement. Now, implementation is execute, executing the plan. So, um, your business does not become successful by talking about it, by reading about it, by writing about it, by intending like our businesses become successful and our lives change because of implementation. This is where this is the action piece. And this is why we make money as coaches is because implementation is where 95% of people fail. Strategy is easy. It's figure outable. And it's nice to have a strategy in front of you, isn't it? To just know what you're going to be doing. And I find that for nurse coaches that can create some kind of strategy and, and build the habit of following, implementing that strategy month after month, this business doesn't feel like a weird, um, obscure side hustle. It starts to feel like a job and a, a career. And there's objectives and you're moving through the objectives. And a lot of months you don't make money, but you get through these objectives. You're chunking down these things that you're doing in your business. You're coaching so many humans. So implementation is why people hire coaches. Implementation is why your clients will hire you. Have you guys heard the, uh, the resistance of like, I'm going to try it on my own, right? Like, I'm going to, thank you for giving me all the strategy, so-and-so. I'm going to try it on my own. I had this happen once and I remember thinking, gosh, I gave all this, I gave all the strategy, I gave all the things away for free. No, I didn't. I, I did a great job. What I I didn't do was I didn't sell the vision and make it so important to the client that like not hiring me to help them was even wasn't even an option on the table. We know that if people could, they would. And that people have the lives that they have because they've been doing what they've always been doing. And what we're asking people to do is actually very difficult, which is to implement different ways of thinking, being, acting. It's it's a big ask. Implementation is the big ask. So implementation is executing the plan. And this is where having a coach is non-negotiable. And and executing a plan to start a coaching business without a coach is not negotiable. DIYing it is just, it doesn't line up with integrity, right? Now this isn't true for every business, but if you ask any multimillionaire successful entrepreneur, and I I, I see this on Instagram all the time with this one, um, account that I follow where he asks successful people, what would your one thing you'd say? What's the, if you had to start all over again, what advice would you give? And it's always some version of the same advice. I'd figure out exactly what my objective was and what I wanted to do. And I'd find somebody who's already done it to show me how, period. They all say the same thing. Mentorship and, and coaching and support is the rocket fuel. It is the most important piece in in this particular part of your journey. So I'm not going to talk about that anymore. I got ranty there. Okay, so implementation, executing the plan, including a colleague or your coach or your coaching group or a small community is imperative because by saying out loud, this is what I commit to do and why I'm doing it. And especially if you're with a coach or a mentor that you trust and the the coach says, Hey, Laura, that's a good plan. I like that. That's, it's fantastic. And you're like, yeah, this is, I know exactly what I need to do to get to where I want to go. Feels clear. It feels good. And then we get to, get to do the doing. As we're doing the doing, we can check in. How, how am I feeling? How is this going? And this is where um, checking with someone you trust before you change strategy. Is ninety nine percent of the time it just hasn't been long enough. You haven't tried the thing long enough to really get enough data to know, or perhaps what you're doing. I, I see this all the time with um, people who say, "Well, I've invited everybody and nobody's nobody is ready to commit. Everybody's just not ready to make changes in their life." When I hear those things from clients or from our community, I'm immediately curious because a it's not true because people are hiring coaches left and right everywhere in my community. So I know that pe- there's people out there who are hiring coaches, but I'm often curious, like, who are you reaching out to? How how are you? What's the approach? And how what state are you in when you're doing it? And why are you doing it? Because if you're reaching out to people because you want to create three paid clients, a lot of them are going to smell that if you're reading if you're reaching out to people because you want to be a better coach and you want to serve your community and you're building a word of mouth practice on referral with referrals and word of mouth and you want to serve and you want to give and you're feeling centered and grounded the same message hits differently so a lot of times a good mentor as you're implementing can check in and be like hey let's do a gut check here when you're sending these messages where is it coming from can we work on your being before you do so that we make what you do a little more potent could we try this could we try voice memos instead of email could we try following up we haven't done any follow up so a good mentor as you are implementing your strategy can um tell you when it's time to pivot it it takes all the questions out you just have what you need to do in front of you instead of worrying about what what you should be doing i always use personal training as the 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 big comparison here because when you show up to a gym with a personal trainer, you show up, you're dressed, you have your water, and you don't have to think about what exercises you're gonna do. Your your trainer says, do this three times till failure. And then all your energy just goes to doing the thing three times till failure. Instead of you thinking, oh, I don't really want to do that machine. Oh, I don't what if I'm not doing it right? Or that really hurts. I didn't like it last time. Right. Like all the the chatter it exponentially happens. It exponentially happens in when we're starting our business because of the way that the think, the actions that we take can make us feel. And I recently had this happen to me and I said, oh gosh, I have to do this thing that I've committed to do in my business. And then I did this thing and then it made me have these feelings, which I haven't felt in a long time. And then it made I don't wanna do that thing. And I immediately thought of you guys. And I have so much compassion for us when we're implementing a strategy that sounded really good, we were pumped about with our mentor. We got a plan. The next thirty days are going to be awesome, and then we start to implement it, and then we have thoughts and feelings, and it doesn't feel good. And immediately, the brain's like, "It's just not a good strategy. We should change directions." Or, um, "Well, you're 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 really stressed right now. Like, let's just keep postponing it. Right, postpone, postpone." So, strategy is the map, and then implementation is the commit—the commitment to keep walking it. Whether it's a few steps, whether it's running, whether it's racing, um, it's the roadmap. So, I would say, you know, strategy changes in year two. I'll talk a little bit about year two. Year two, the most important thing to do is to create an objective for the year, to like zoom out a little bit because you've kind of, you're not a brand new entrepreneur. You have 12 months of experience. You've created paid clients. You kind of know what you're doing and you get to zoom back out and create your year long object your year long objective. And then we break down that year long objective into, we chunk it down into 30 day. Steps, So it kind of looks different. We back engineer it, I would say. And a lot of time, year two strategy is going to be around marketing and around operations, how like creating systems, making the business side of your business run more smoothly, require less work, um, systemizing, using tech to be able to have massive impact quicker with your marketing. So it's it's way more strategic in year two. Um, from a different perspective, I think year two is where uh, strateg- You probably need more strategy than coaching, and year one you need more coaching than strategy. And then in year three, you have uh, a strategy, and then you need more coaching. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> because you you're changing your self concept. It's it's shifting again. So we kind of go back and forth between needing like deep coaching and needing really solid and great strategy from someone that we trust. All right. Um, The last part of this process is evaluation. And I did a podcast. It's number 72 on this. And I'm going to link it in the show notes for you guys, along with the notes of all of this. But evaluation is at the end of the month asking three questions. What worked? What didn't? And what did I learn before we create another strategy right? So if we're trying to get from A to Z and for 30 days we follow a map, is it still the correct map for the next 30 days? Or do we need to change a couple of things? Maybe the next 30 days we need to, it's more of a marathon. We're going to slow our pace because we have other things happening in our life. You see what I'm saying here? So we create strategy based on uh, at the beginning of each month. And in the mentorship, we prompt you on this. We do a, a monthly goal setting. And we kind of get some metrics, and it's just a way for us to have it on paper what's happens throughout the year. Every 30 days, you're prompted to kind of do this. And for those of you um, in private practice, creating some system for you to to create 30-day strategies can be so helpful. And I love it. I absolutely love it. For a while there, Shelby and I um, were offering one-on-ones to people after the holistic goal setting workshop to help with this because it doesn't take a lot of time with the right person to really sol- solidify a strategy and once the strategy is is clear and clean we can make amazing forward momentum when we're going in the right direction this was a very unsexy podcast you know i like the the deep mushy spiritual things but i also love strategy I really do. I love spreadsheets. I love systems. I love chucking off boxes. I love the dopamine that I get from being complete. When I'm done recording this podcast, I'm going to mark it off my to do list for the month. That feels fantastic. And what I think strategy can do for a lot of nurse coaches is it keeps the the healthcare charting thing alive, right? Like if, if strategy is charting on our practice, it is, I mean, that's really what it is. And I think that all of us enjoy that. And when we get doing this, there's coaching thing, we, we feel like we don't have that anymore and it can start to feel really wobbly. And this is the the more black and white, um, like your tracker, your spreadsheets, these are the kinds of things that can make us feel like we're still moving forward. Even when we're doing all the mushy gushy stuff. All right, guys. Well, happy new year again and come uh, hang out at our free new grad workshop on January 19th. It's at 11 a.m. And you can register in our Facebook group. I'll also put the link in our show notes that you can register there and have a fabulous rest of your day.